This is The Storyteller with another hot topic. A time such as this. Born in a time when single parents were shunned and colored single women with children was a curse and religion was the heartbeat of our community. Religion. Religion says never fall, always be perfect. Watch out for God because he hates sin. Always preaching hell, fire, and brimstone. All of the bad qualities of God. Like God is just waiting to pounce on you. So you better get it right or die trying. So I spent my entire life trying to please God. Because after all, this is what is being taught in these buildings, these organized religious organizations that you have to be acclimated into. I say, have you looked up the word acclimated lately? But I was willing to do whatever it takes to get closer to God, even if it was doing everything that I was being taught in these facilities. Making everything about me in order to please God. Inadvertently, this is what is being taught. You're being taught to focus on yourself. You're being taught to focus on works. You're being taught to focus on what you can do to make these buildings, these organizations grow bigger. If that's not self-motivated, I don't know what is. Getting involved in every area of ministry and what it had to offer. Not that there's anything wrong with volunteering and doing charity work. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that, but there is a problem when it becomes your main focus and Christ is nowhere involved in it. You're so busy working for these facilities in these buildings that you don't even have a relationship with God. You do have a relationship with the organizations. And many of us don't care as long as it'll get us closer to God, like me, for example. Volunteering at every local nonprofit organization, I thought Father led me to. And you know what I found? At every single one of them, I was rejected every step of the way. Oh, but they would let you work. They would work you like a horse, like a Hebrew slave, leading me and my family down a road of religiosity and false hope with many works, works of the flesh. Yes, you do get to see some things behind scenes that you wouldn't normally see sitting out in the pew. You really want to see the hearts of the people? Go behind the scenes. That's why it's called a backstage pass because people don't want you seeing what's backstage behind the scenes. However, I did get to see firsthand my heart was broken. And that would later leave my family torn and separated. Everyone turning their back on God, including me. Oh, I kept in constant contact with the Lord and he was faithful to receive me every time. But I got caught up in works and works failed. I got caught up in wanting to be a part, wanting to be accepted, wanting to do the right thing, wanting to work for God. And many of these religious organizations will drain you for everything that you are willing to give in the name of Jesus. But they're not doing it in the name of Jesus. They're doing it in the name of abundance, in the name of fame, in the name of gain. Hard to tell who's who, though, because they look just like us. You ever been caught up in works? Why did I get caught up in works? Because I believed what the people in these organizations were telling me and teaching. They seem so authentic. And what works says, taking the oracles of God and turning them around to meet the twisted needs of their organizations. Confuse the people, get all they can from us, mislead us, then turn us away from the body. It's no coincidence that the church pews are empty. 
course, outside of their family members and those that they've designated and appointed and placed in positions. So you got a full body of nothing but family members from generations to generations, no outsiders. Where's the community? Not really. Look at it. But we have to ask, are they empty by design? Are they empty because that's what the adversary wants? Or are they empty because people are tired of the falsehoods, so they simply don't want to deal with any religious organizations? That falls under a different category, church hurt and church abuse. That's another podcast, but we'll address a little bit of it in this podcast at such a time as this. What is being taught is spread yourself thin because after all, this is the will of God. I remember there was a time my husband and I, we were at a church for over two years. And I guess I should say me because my husband wouldn't step foot in that church. He already knew the type of people that were in there. And as a matter of fact, he didn't want to have anything to do with them or it. I couldn't pay our tithes. We were struggling. So I wanted to do something. I called the pastor up and told him what was going on and wanted to know what I could do because we weren't going to be able to pay our tithes. But I wanted to offer my time and my services. Not one time that they asked me if I needed anything, if we were all right, but they allowed me to clean the church. I remember hurting my knee uh, as well while I was there. Nobody called me. The only time anyone would call me is if they needed something out of my shop or if they wanted me to do something. No one once called to see if we needed anything, if we were all right. No one, not one person. And I wasn't able to get in touch with anyone. The only time I could get in touch with them is when they needed something from us. Sad but true. I wasn't able to serve. I'm a praise and worship dancer. I wasn't able to dance. They wouldn't allow me to flag. They wouldn't allow me to join the praise and worship team. I wasn't good enough. They would not allow me to do anything wherein service was concerned outside of clean that church or provide certain wares to the congregational members from my herb shop if they got sick and needed herbs. Knowing that we were struggling financially, you're taking money from the shop. Not a penny was offered. Not a penny was given. Not one time that anyone asked if we needed anything. Talking about takers. But I counted it as my kindness would be rewarded from God himself. So I pressed in to do even more works and try to show myself approved because this is what they were teaching, see? And I fell for it again, hook, line, and sinker. This is their mentality. If you don't do this and that, you are not serious about your relationship with God. Join this group, help grow this ministry, do this, do that. Manipulating every aspect of the ministry to get us to do what they want us to do, and that is to get involved in works to make their ministries grow. Caring nothing about the community, not really. And many of them are so proud to say, oh, I've been with this organization for so many years, and this and that, and how wonderful it is. Yeah, I guess it would be wonderful if you were a family member, but even in that, there is so much drama and falsehoods. It's redundant. No one wants drama. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's no liberty in most of these buildings, in most of these religious organizations, because they are still preaching and teaching that hail, fire, brimstone, and abundant life message. No disciples 
discipleship, no soul winning, and forget about the altar call. Many don't even have an altar call or introduction to Jesus Christ after the service is over because after all, gotta make it to that buffet. And so much deceit in the church. Deceit, bitterness, resentment, backbiting. And for that, many are dropping like flies. And for that, the spirit of accusation is so strong in that area. Buildings that many brand and label to hide the spirit of imperfections, birthing such hurts and misleadings that this present day, 2021, the void of attendance is great because the head count is so desired more than the soul count. You can blame it on COVID if you want to. God is the one that adds to the churches daily. You're losing members instead of gaining members. We should question that. Father saying in Acts 247 and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. The only stumbling block is many think those that father sins are not saved, have no relationship with father, let alone a solid Jesus made a formal introduction to father on your behalf. And now you are known throughout the heavens. No man can give you that. No one goes to the Father except through Jesus. News flash. Father is that abundant life. It's not on this earth. The abundant life that Christ talks about is the introduction to Father. He makes the introduction. You have a chain of command. Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Father God Almighty. You can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. You can't even go to Jesus without the Holy Spirit. And no one goes to the Father except through Christ. So are you missing a stepping stone somewhere? I say, have you stepped completely over the Holy Spirit of God? That's not being taught though in these churches, in these buildings, in these facilities. As a matter of fact, just the opposite is being taught. They pick a topic, couple scriptures, they expound on it surrounding and basing it on things that's occurred in their lives. You're very blessed if you can relate, but you got to go ahead and get that. Oh, good job, pastor. Good preaching. Good preaching. Excuse me while I say I don't want to be preached to. I want to be taught. We have too many preachers and not enough teachers. And for this, the message is stale and stagnant. Forget about what Jesus said. Go out and make disciples of all humans. Because discipleship is something that these buildings, these churches, these pastors, these anointing themselves to be in a position to be called a name. Apostle, deacon, deaconess, prophetess. So many names. Antipastas, these uh, antipostas, these imposters, the, whatever you want to call them. They miss the mark on teaching the word of God to the people. Like God really don't know what you're up to once you take those robes off. I reckon that's why he said, put your trust in no man. But with this type of preaching, there will always be a guaranteed fail. There will always be hurt because treatment comes into play. The messages about never being able to meet the qualifications required by Jesus which is a tactic to get more money because you think you're failing all the time so you want to give more money. Our guilt sets in because you don't have money to give. 
And most of the time, you leave the church more confused than when you came in. Like you're paying to be abused and confused. That's not God. That's human behavior. Human conditions serves up the made to feel like you are damned if you do and damned if you don't. Then the bleeding and the gutting. Walk this way. Be like us. Talk like us. Only with the voice we allow you to use. Otherwise, you have no voice. I was told that I had no voice. I was told unless me, my husband, and my entire family was serving in that church and being a part of that church and paying our tithes and giving offerings to that church, that we had absolutely nothing to offer that church as a single woman. And say you had a mate and you're not married yet and you wanted to attend church and you're believing that the Lord is going to bring in your mate, you're going to get married, they're going to deflate that. You're not going to be accepted because it's simply shunned upon. These modern day Pharisees and Sadducees, you better watch out for them. If I am a child of God and my husband is not a believer, I can't go into that church because we're not all connected. So therefore, we had nothing to offer the church. He said that if you and your husband and your family are not serving the church together, then you have nothing to offer Jesus. Can you dig that? Everyone in my household is saved. Confess Jesus Christ is their Lord and their Savior. However, my husband didn't want to have anything to do with that backwards church in those teachings and most of the churches are like that too so it was not a problem of him going to church it was a problem of him going and sitting under the leadership of that type of church okay and my opinions didn't matter once i was denied in a life group because one of the female leaders didn't want me in her group because i wasn't what lined up with her requirements to meet what a child of god should be. Church hurt. What hurts are out there that's keeping us away from Jesus? Their assignment, their mission, their rules and regulations states you are not allowed to serve, but allowed to clean, cook, sit, be still until we need you, but keep quiet because you must be acclimated first. That is to say, you come in, we tell you how to act, what to do, and you become as organized as we are in order to get help from Christ. Age, whatever it is that one needs, will be closed unless you are acclimated into their ways. Their assignment, their mission, their rules and regulations states, we must change you in order for you to reap the benefits of Christ. Romans 12 and 2 states otherwise, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, not of man. Only God can do this not humans, no matter how much conforming is done to me, as far as I'm concerned, the criteria of any and all religions, religious buildings that holds these traits, lies, deceit, fornication, backbiting, greed, lusts, and everybody wants to be a leader, but no one is willing to be led. You better run. Oh, in such a time 
as this. Church hurt is very strong in the church. Church abuse is very real and very active within the church as well. Misconduct never called out is very active in the church as well. God said, you'll know my tree by the fruit that it bears. He said to try the spirits to see if they be from him or not. So it's okay for you to reckon whether it is of God or not, especially in such a time as this. 2 Corinthians 11, 14, and 15 states, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. What kind of church are you in? It's okay to be observant. And don't marvel that these things are going on in the church. Don't say to yourself you would be better off on the streets trusting people on the streets. Note that this is in the church. Christ even said it would be. So don't be surprised. Don't be disappointed. Just simply walk away. In my case, I had to stay three years to learn what not to do. I learned so much. I saw the hearts of the people, but now I'm able to see what is from God and what is not from God. And I can tell you by the time they got done with me, father had to do some serious tweaking in order to get me back to a right state of mind. These spirits resting upon our brothers and sisters out here that are in ministry, forming ministries, are something to be desired. It's no joke. This is serious. This is why within our heart turns the key to an inner foundation that will release us from all of the hypocrisy that we run into, ran into, and have yet to run into. Praise God for discernment, to see them for what they are. Let go of hurt and grow with Jesus. Your journey to Jesus. Allow me to tell you about Your Journey to Jesus, www.yourjourneytojesus.org. If you're tired of being preached to and you're wanting to learn the oracles of God in its entirety, discipleship is a necessity, is essential, and is being taught at Your Journey to Jesus, www.yourjourneytojesus.org. After all, it is your journey to Jesus. This is the storyteller with another quick tip. Don't let hurt keep you down in such a time as this. Subscribe to keep up to date with new topics, short stories, short talks, and new oracles.